Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. It's time for the Mr. Wonderful Show. Here's your host, Mr. Wonderful. Hey, everybody. Welcome into a special episode of the Mr. Wonderful Show. Make sure you like and subscribe to this show wherever you are listening. We are on all streaming platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at wonderful underscore radio, as well as all things Thrill Me Podcast Network by heading to Facebook and giving a like to Thrill Me Podcast Network, where today... I kind of stepped on the toes of it, and I apologize for that. There's a brand new episode of Haunters Podcast out this week. Myself, my buddy Zach from Zach Speakeasy, and Brooke, who is also a part of Zach's Speakeasy, probably the most, uh, the lo- the longest tenured guest so far, the most frequent guest on the show. Uh, but yeah, we've got a new episode out where we talk about uh, Halloween Horror Nights, uh, down in Orlando, uh, some of the latest news for that with tickets going on sale, dates being revealed, the new slogan of the year or the same slogan from last year, uh, as well as a speculation map for Hollywood, California's Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, but that episode is out. You can go listen to that. And this weekend, make sure you join us as well for our WrestleMania watch along Saturday evening on our YouTube Thrill Me Podcast Network. But again, well, if you go and you give us a like on Facebook, you'll know everything that's going on with all the shows that are a part of that podcast network. Now, let's get into it. Uh, the Oscars last night. That's why this episode is dropping special edition of the show. And there's really no way to talk about this without starting with the wild moment that is going to be talked about. And that is Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on the stage. In fact, this is the audio minutes after uh, Will slapped Chris Rock. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's what happened moments after uh, what what really transpired was Chris Rock went out there. It felt like Chris Rock brought a little bit of life to the party, uh, telling jokes, being Chris Rock. Uh, but then he proceeded to roast Jada, who has a shaved head. So Chris said that, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. At first, it looks like Will Smith is laughing at the joke. Jada looks to get more annoyed. Then suddenly, that's when we see Will Smith uh, walk on stage, smack Chris Rock across the face, go back to his seat. Chris Rock stunned, uh, makes the comments and the broadcast, the show goes on as if nothing happened, which created a very awkward situation. And really, honestly, I cannot defend the actions of Will Smith. I'm just going to come out and say it to me. I, I get that. It's someone you love. I get that Jada Pickett Smith has been very open because she suffers from a disease, which causes baldness. Uh, you know, and causes hair loss. So I understand it's a sensitive subject, but the way that Will Smith reacted to that, to me, takes away any of the goodwill that we would have for him if he didn't smack Chris Rock. Listen, you can sit here and tell me the joke is lazy. You could tell me the joke is 25 plus years old. It has no place in society today. It's misogynistic, whatever, whatever you want to say. I will listen to you and hear that conversation that the joke is not good and is a bad joke. 
But what I cannot listen to, and I see a lot of people out there defending it, is the idea that you can follow that up with assault, with physically hitting somebody in the face, with walking out of your chair in the front row, walking on stage, slapping somebody in front of all of your peers, all of your bosses, and then go and retake your seat and sit there as if nothing happened. No, imagine if you did that at any office party you're at. Imagine you did that just in daily life. You were at a comedy show, somebody made a joke, roasted you in the front row about something that truly offends you, is very, very specific to you, and you find it unfunny that somebody would joke that. Are you allowed to just walk on stage and smack that comedian or smack that person, then sit back down and act like nothing happened? No, you're not. You're not. So I cannot defend it. Again, I get the idea that you love your someone, you love your family, you want to protect your family, but at the same time, I don't find that to be an excuse that love makes you do crazy things because Will would go on. Because uh, what made this even weirder is the fact that I was rooting for Will Smith going into this. I wanted him to win his Academy Award for Best Actor. I felt he's deserved it in years past, hasn't got it. His time was now. It was time to get him that award. So I was big behind it. And he won. And now he goes up there to make an apology or to give his speech. And you think at some point he would actually apologize. Uh, and it seemed like he was getting ready to apologize for it. But then he goes on to say this. I want to be a vessel for love. I want to say thank you to Venus. Oh, hold up. You want to be a vessel for love? You know, more than 20 minutes ago, went on stage and slapped somebody because you didn't like the joke they made. I, I, again, I, I just cannot defend the actions. And here's the thing. There are ways that he could have handled this that would have kept him in the right. Because I, I feel like he lost, again, I feel like he lost any type of defense once he went and physically hit somebody. We teach children this on the playground, that you're not supposed to go and just physically hit somebody because of something they said a bad joke, a comment about your mama. How many times do we have that conversation with kids? So now you're going to sit here and tell me that an adult in front of all of his peers, in front of all of his bosses on national television can go and slap one of his peers across the face because he doesn't like the joke? No, that doesn't, that does not fly for me. I get it. He is pissed. I would be pissed off for sure. I most recently got pissed off at people because I felt that there was slights going on. But you know what I didn't do? Go and slap anybody over it or go and punch anybody over it or go and assault somebody over it. No, I talked with them. And that's what I feel Will Smith should have done in that situation. Yeah, you can be pissed. You can be annoyed. But maybe confront Chris Rock afterwards. The way Chris, front, Chris Rock tried to confront, I don't even want to say confront, tried to come and talk to him and Jada after but that's when Denzel and others had to step in because, you know, he wanted to go apologize for crossing a line that he didn't think he was crossing or realize he was crossing. So he tried to go and talk to him. Will Smith didn't. Will Smith went and slapped him when he could have confronted him privately after the show where he could have, you know, they could have even been in a screaming match backstage. But the minute you put your hands on somebody, I have lost. To me, you lose. Uh, I heard somebody else say this, so I'm not going to take credit for it, but you lose the high ground. You're, you're no longer Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're now Anakin Skywalker. You've given them the high ground on that. So I, that, that was, I heard somebody else 
describe it that way. So I'm not taking credit for the Star Wars reference with it. But it's true. It's to me, that's how I saw it is you had the upper hand because it's a lazy joke. You lost the upper hand because you decided to resort to physical violence in front of everybody and then start screaming the way you did. Uh, another way it could have been, you know, he could have still gone on stage and confronted him, but he could have done it in more of a, yo, that's disrespectful, man. I don't find that appropriate in more of the tone of the way he was from his seat. And hell, I'll even say that if he had just screamed what he screamed from his seat to keep his wife's name out of his mouth, I would have been okay with that. But the moment he put his hands on him and slapped him, he no longer he he lost all credibility in that moment. He lost everything in that moment and he took it back. And that's the thing too. Will Smith talked about how people look up to him. People look up to him. So what does that message say as well that when you get pissed off, you can just go and visit? I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely just, I cannot figure out why people are defending it and don't see it from the way of, yes, we can criticize the joke that got us here. But why and how can we still defend the idea that somebody then put their hands on somebody, that physical assault? Because I will once again circle back to, think about you. Think about if you did that. Are you going to be allowed to just go and sit back down and and be there wherever you did that? If you're at a comedy club, can you walk on stage, slap the comic, go sit back down and not face any charges for that? No. You're going to be kicked out of that club and you are probably going to be facing some form of assault charges for what you did. This is stardom. This is a celebrity getting the celebrity treatment right here. He was able to go and slap somebody, commit assault on stage in front of the world, and nothing is coming of it. I mean, there is the possibility the Oscars could say, give us back the award. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Will Smith's punishment for this is going to be more or less a form of blackball for at least the next few years. Uh, something along the lines of things he produced probably won't get nominations. Things he's starring in probably not going to get nominations. He'll still get work. He'll still be able to do whatever he wants to do. This is Hollywood. They gave Roman Pulaski uh, an award and then gave the guy a standing ovation. And we all know what the hell that guy did. So Will Smith slapping one of their peers, if they didn't boot him from the ceremony and then proceeded to about 20 minutes later, give him the award, let him go on stage and act like nothing happened. And that's the other thing. He got a standing ovation from from his peers. He got a round of applause. Everybody just acted like this didn't happen. So weird. Such a weird moment. But I, I cannot, no matter what, I, you can say love makes you do crazy things, but that doesn't justify it. Think You know, love makes you do crazy things. So... I hear that all the time. Love makes me do crazy things. That's why people end up getting killed, right? Isn't that why why women get shot? Isn't that why people get killed in relationships? Love made me do it. Love made me do crazy. Does that justify it? No. No, it doesn't. So I do not understand how we could sit here and justify Will Smith slapping Chris Rock across the face because he offended him and his family. You want to handle that? Sure. But there are other ways to handle that. And to me... And a lot of the people that are defending it as well, I find really funny because there's some of the same people that that sat there and screamed about violence and physical altercations and how physicality is not needed. And certain groups of people are always causing fights and yada, 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 all that crap for four years. But now all of a sudden Will Smith did it. It's okay. 
like, do we have brain rot? Do we do we really have brain rot as a society? Uh, honestly. Uh, and at the same time, it's a shame because all we're going to be talking about with this Oscars now is the slap, is the slap, is the fact that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Uh, should he have? Could he have? Let, let's justify assault now when we sat here and we said we shouldn't justify physical assault for years. Let's sit here and try and, you know, let's have this debate now, back and forth now. I, I, this is, this is my end of the conversation on it. I had to get it out there on that. Uh, but overall now, this means we're not going to be talking about the actual award ceremony and what happened. And the fact that Coda made a dash out of nowhere to capture the best picture at the Academy Awards. We're not going to talk about the fact that Jane Campion, uh, power, the power of the dog, best director. We're not talking about Jessica Chastain, the eyes of Tammy Faye. We're not talking about any of that. We're talking about the fact that there was a slap, something that nobody in my time watching the Academy Awards I've never seen anything like that. I can remember the days where, you know, like kissing somebody on stage was the big, oh my God, moment. Uh, you know, but yeah, it was a weird night. Uh, and it does suck that this is going to be the thing that overshoots. Uh, really the Academy Awards and and what happened, because I do think uh, it would have been such a great story to be talking about CODA today uh, and that film and how it walked away with Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Picture, as well as a Best Supporting Actor. So it got three awards, how The Power of the Dog seemed like it was a winner. I mean, listen, I had predicted on my Twitter before the show that The Power of the Dog was going to win Best Picture, Best Director, and Adapted Screenplay. And... I only got one of those three correct because Coda got the other two. So all in all, award-wise, I'm very excited about the winners. I'm excited for them. As far as the show goes, uh, there are some questions as well to the idea that maybe they should stop trying to tweak the award show. Uh, because, okay, before I wrap this up, I wanted to keep this under 20 minutes and might be able to to get these thoughts in. But before I wrap it up, I wanted to talk about this with the idea that this ended up being one of the longest Academy Awards in recent history. And they decided that they were going to cut awards from the show for time because it's so long with these awards and letting them have their moment at the Academy Awards to accept and give their speech and thanks and all that. We're going to give them out before the show and then run little vignettes throughout the show. Well, congratulations, you cut them, and you ended up having a show that ran longer than if you had just kept them and not done whatever the hell it was you tried to do this time with, I mean, what, it took about 25 minutes before we even got to the first award due to the open with the monologue, and then cutting to Beyonce to sing original song, which, you know, it's all great, it's all, it's all, it's spectacle, it's wonder, but it took us close to 30 minutes to even get to an award. So whatever they tried to do and the shameless plugs for a lot of movies as well seemed really, you know, a lot of promotion for uh, Disney and Disney plus and what's coming there. And I get it's an ABC and Disney's going to invest heavy into their, you know, ABC advertising, but it seemed like everything that they cut didn't need to be cut for what they added. So that's a little upsetting. Uh, and yes, I will get this in under 20 minutes because the last thing I want to talk about as well is the fan vote stuff, the Twitter aspect of things, uh, which it seemed like, you know, the Academy doesn't know what happens on Twitter when you do that. 
uh, because they had things like fan polls and really wanted to get the fans involved and they were going to show it throughout the course of the night and all of that. And this has now caused a lot of drama as well, but it went exactly as I expected it to go when I saw what they were doing. Like, for instance, Zack Schneider won every fan poll because, of course, Snyder is going to win every fandom vote on Twitter. Have you not been on Twitter, Academy? Have you not been there? These people have been screaming at you that every one of his films should be nominated for Best Picture, that he's the greatest director ever. And again, another way, I I don't know if this is exactly how they said it, but I heard somebody say it best, that when it comes to Twitter, Twitter represents a small number of people who band together, appear to be a large number, but they do not represent the majority of of those people in that fandom or in that group, which when I heard that, I went, oh my God, yeah, I know P- I know plenty of people in certain groups on Twitter and communities and stuff like that that are 100% that. It's like 10 of them, but they try to present themselves as the majority when truth of the matter is the majority just thinks the 10 of them are absolutely insane. And that's what is going to happen if you put Zack Snyder's stuff out there for a fan vote. So yeah, Army of the Dead winning doesn't shock me. Fan, oh my God, moment, loudest cheer, roar moment out there. Being the Flash entering that, I'm not shocked by this. I don't understand why people are shocked by this. Like, if you you take the Twitter, you know that this fandom is so extreme that they think this guy is the greatest ever. They cannot handle even the slightest bit of criticism of him. And they gather... And they just keep making sure that they get this credit. Anytime I have ever mentioned Snyder, I end up getting some of the biggest boosts in everything. Although this one's probably going to lead to like the biggest negative reviews because they're going to think that I'm really coming at them. But I'm not like it's great that your fandom is like that. But the fact that other people are surprised that your fandom is that strong is what I'm trying to get a, the point across here. Your fandom is that strong that you're able to get that as the number one thing. Because everybody else is actually sitting there going, you know, that Spider-Man moment was pretty cool. You know, this moment was pretty cool. You know, this one was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. But, I, you know, for whatever reason, to me, it wasn't in theater. So, okay, I guess we could make that a thing. But I know why they made it a thing because they want it was popular. So they want people to be involved. But, I, you know, it's it's not surprising And yes, anytime I mention Snyder and stuff like that, I end up getting more retweets and likes and things like that if I bring up anything positive. So I'm not bashing Snyder fans. You do you. I'm just not shocked when the Academy is sitting there and everybody else is like, wow, how did that win? Have you not been on Twitter? Have you not seen that fandom? So those are my thoughts on the Academy Awards, the Oscars last night. Um, Let me know what you think. Do you disagree with me on the Will Smith thing? I would love to have a conversation about that, but a conversation, no smacks. We're not having a duel, okay? We're, we're beyond that. We're, we're not that type of civilization anymore in that society. So I will not have a duel with you, but if you think I'm wrong, please tell me why. Uh, again, keep it nice. But thank you guys so much. Again, this weekend uh, on Saturday night, you definitely want to be hanging out on the Thrill Me Podcast Network's YouTube page. Review it, Rob. Zach Hilton. Myself, night one, WrestleMania, 
There are women title matches. There is a Stone Cold Steve Austin appearance on the Kevin Owens show, a.k.a. a match, a.k.a. I guess it's a match. Uh, But Stone Cold is back and he's going to be involved in the ring and an actual physical altercation at some point. Uh, So, yeah, definitely want to be a part of that. Plus, we're going to have prizes, trivia. It's going to be a fun night of wrestling. So, wrestling fans, definitely tune in for that. Review at Rob's show. Going to be coming out tomorrow. He'll probably have some thoughts about the Academy Awards as well. Sorry if I beat you to it, Rob. Uh, And then Wednesday, there will be a new Mr. Wonderful show where I'll get into some reviews. Actually, going to talk about The Power of the Dog, uh, as well as King Richard. Go figure, Will Smith not going away anytime soon. Uh, And... uh, the Lost City, got a full review of that. Uh, and fingers crossed, an X movie review as well. So lots of reviews coming up this Wednesday. And then Thursday, a new episode of Zach's Speakeasy. Uh, I'm very excited to find out who's on tap this week uh, after Ezra joined him last week. So uh, definitely go and listen to that. And of course, I mentioned it earlier. There's a new episode of Haunter's Podcast out for all of you who love Halloween Horror Nights Orlando and Hollywood. All right. Until Wednesday, peace and love.